Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Need Some Change? Try circling. What comes to your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. And one thing is for sure, what you think about God certainly influences if, how, and what you pray. There is nothing God loves, though, more than keeping promises, answering prayers, performing miracles, and fulfilling dreams. And my friend, if you believe that bold statement, then you will certainly be more likely to pray. After all, Scripture says, The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much, and that from James. As for me, I believe in the power of prayer because I believe in a powerful God who loves to be intimately involved in our hearts and our lives. I believe in the power of prayer because I have seen direct answers to prayers I have prayed. My daily prayer includes drawing circles in my journal in which I write initials of loved ones and accompanying requests. Heart change, job, marriage, healing, etc. The key to circling praying is not giving up, but continually circling and presenting our request to God to come and do what only He can do. One of my circled prayers has been on behalf of my friends, the Zilskis. Oh, and I must say, God is funny how He works. In this case, he took just a cordial sideline soccer parent relationship and turned it into a lifelong friendship of deep proportions. Here's what happened. From the beginning, probably four years ago now, as pleasantries were exchanged at team barbecues, I remember speaking in turn, sharing what I do, who I am, with them, as both easily rolled their eyes behind their foster grants. Later, when Lindsay told me that Bill didn't really believe in God, I can't explain it, but a broad grin grew in my heart. Right then, I began to pray for him. I prayed that God would step into his path and get his attention. As for Lindsay, her foster grants couldn't hide her distaste when she referenced organized religion in later conversations with me. Welcome to the club, Lindsay. We have all been hurt by the church in some way, it seems. Months and months went by as we watched our sons kick that ball back and forth down fields all over Southern California. Genuine affection grew, and we began to sit near each other regularly. Another mom from our team invited Lindsay to Women of Passion, and she came. And she came back. Then she came back again. In early July... I learned that Bill and Lindsay's marriage was in deep weeds, with little hope of making it. Seems it had been bad for ten years or so, and with the youngest son getting older, plans were in the works to dissolve things. She was looking at apartments, ready to make a move. Not so fast. Over time, I had developed a safe friendship with each of them, and I can't explain this either, but something just came over me. As things spun out of control for them, I felt prompted to ask if they would consider meeting with me, just once to see if there was any hope. Keep in mind, neither bore much hope, nor even considered restoration a remote possibility. Yet, they agreed.
Certainly not a marriage counselor. I prayed like crazy for God's wisdom, for his favor, and that I might find a spark of hope in the disenfranchised couple when I went to their home one night. God did not disappoint. In turn, each of them told me why they believed their marriage was in trouble. She, lack of respect, lack of kindness, and worst of all, betrayal. You see, he had just opened a separate bank account. Clearly, he was making plans that did not include her. She tried to cover her hurt with bitter bravado that came out as a sharp, biting tongue. And his unhappiness in the marriage? Lack of intimacy. So many years without affection, without physical intimacy. He was just plain angry. Okay, and maybe bitter, too. But she? How can there be any intimacy without respect? Me? So which came first, the chicken or the egg? Somehow, each was able to share just enough. And with God's help, I was able to maintain order and respect and then interpret the feeling behind each of their words to the other. The door cracked open just a little bit. After our meeting, I communicated with each of them individually doing more of the same, particularly appealing to the compassionate sides of each of their natures toward one another. And God, well, he came and he remade their hearts. Our meeting was on a Tuesday night, and by Saturday afternoon, they were holding hands on the soccer field like two lovesick teenagers. No lie. That was two plus months ago, and their expression of love for one another continues. So, Bill, how would you say your marriage with Lindsay is today? I asked him earlier on the phone. Perfect, he said. I couldn't be happier. And Lindsay? She is remembering all the things she loved about him so much. Looking back to see her notes to self, she had written, Prayer doesn't just change circumstances. More importantly, it changes us. If you keep circling, it'll come to pass in God's time. And yes, of course, those were quotes from Batterson's The Circle Maker. To see two people's heart and hearts over more than 10 years' time, soften and turn so tender toward one another in such a speck of time was nothing short of miraculous. God hears and answers our prayers, and the miraculous is just as easy for him to accomplish as the mundane. Go ahead, pray, then get a little more serious about it and circle your prayers. God will blow your mind, just as he has blown Bill and Lindsay's.